Hey friend, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a space where I give you whole life perspective on business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. And this week I wanted to talk to you about questions, partially because I love asking them, but mainly (laughs) because I'm learning to be open to them being asked of me. Before we get into it, I want you to just get into the mindset by asking yourself the question, how do you feel when you give somebody information and they proceed to ask you a series of questions? This is what inspired this whole thing because I realized that for me and the people who I spoke to about it, it really depends on the topic, (laughs) unfortunately. So if you tell somebody about a person that you just met that you're extremely interested in, are the questions welcome? And on the other hand, what about when you say you have a business plan or an idea of something that you want to get started or something you're trying to work on and the questions go deep? They continue to ask you questions about it, about the plan, about the structure, potentially even poking holes. Those questions usually aren't quite as lovely. So I want you to rethink how you feel about questions, especially those ones that make you feel uncomfortable, because that discomfort when we get into it in a few seconds, but that discomfort can come from multiple sources and it's imperative to growth to determine why exactly you're having that feeling and based on the reason from there you determine how you're going to move in that feeling or outside of that feeling. So the first thing that I want you to consider even before tapping into the reaction that you have to the questions that you're asked is to consider the asker. Where is their heart posture? The person who is asking you these questions, where does their heart stand? And when I say their heart posture, this means what's their track record with you? Because this will save you a lot of time in weeding out value. If the person who is asking you these questions is someone who has a track record of not really caring about what you're doing, not truly being invested in your greatness, in your growth, in your prosperity, then they're probably not the person to answer those questions for, right? But what's your history with them? If your history with them is that you can truly say that they care about you, they love you, they want what's best for you, and the questions that they're asking you are from that place, that loving place, that caring place, that prosperous place, that positive place, you need to consider that before you even start to take in your feelings because Sometimes our feelings are not based in the person, it's based in our ego and being able to step back and say, hmm, I felt this like some type of way, but at the same time, where did it come from will really help you a lot. And what 
Well, another question that you can ask yourself when you're considering the asker is what have you known to be their intention regarding you? Has it been selfish? Has it been selfless? Are they somebody who will give you advice at the expense of themselves for your greater good? Or is everything that they tell you or advise you on or the questions that they ask you rooted in a nefarious, what a dramatic word, (laughs) a nefarious alternate agenda that is outside of love and care. And based on your answer to this, then you go into your reaction and you ask yourself, what was your reaction? And of course, this is a post situation consideration, right? Like this is, you could take a situation that you've been asked a question or a series of questions in the past and you had a reaction and just put it up against this test. And eventually when you really break it down and get a deeper understanding of it, it'll kind of become second nature to where you don't really have to do the hindsight evaluation like we're doing right now, but you'll be able to do it almost automatically because you've already kind of ingrained the perspective into your head. But yeah, when you go into your reaction, the first thing you need to ask yourself is what was it? Was my reaction positive? Was it negative? Was it defensive? And then why? Like (laughs) truly, why was it defensive? Why was it negative? Of course, if it's positive, this is not the conversation we're having. This is more so about those questions that make our skin crawl, right? So why was it negative? Why was it defensive? And when you're asking yourself that why and trying to get to the bottom of it, already considering the asker. So like if the asker is somebody who you care about, somebody who you know cares about you, then you continue on. If the asker is someone who you know always prize and their their opinions and their questions are always rooted in something negative, we don't even really need to go much further, right? So this is for the situation where the asker is someone who cares about you, you know their heart posture is right, but still you have that negative and defensive response. So you ask yourself why. And the first way to ask yourself or to get to the bottom of the why is to figure out where that reaction is rooted. And the two options are it being rooted internally or it being rooted externally. If it's rooted internally, that means that that reaction came from something that you have to work on internally. You felt a certain type of defensiveness automatically and it wasn't because that person said something offensive. You felt it from the inside of you, so we need to get to the bottom of why. External is you got defensive because somebody said something insulting and (laughs) the natural initial reaction is to defend yourself or to get angry or to have that negative rush of emotions. Was it, was your reaction because you're not yet ready to answer that question or because it was a bad question? Because sometimes it is a bad question, as I said, which is external But if it's because you weren't ready to answer that question and that's why you're getting defensive, then that's internal, right? So if it was a bad question, remove it. And if it was a valid question and the reaction was internal, you have some work to do, friend. And this is tough work sometimes because 
when we have these ideas, we fall in love with our idea babies and imagine somebody, you showing your baby to somebody and then them saying your baby's ugly. It's offensive. <laughs> like, But then maybe they're not saying your baby's ugly. Maybe they're saying that that thing about your baby's a little off and you need to go get a checkup. And if it's truly valid, then you need to go get a checkup <laughs> and watch what's wrong with the baby, your idea baby, this thing that you've brought to this person, right? And successful people don't make enemies of people who hold them accountable to their higher selves. I'm gonna repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Successful people don't make enemies of people who hold them accountable to their higher selves. And this is where that internal defensiveness, that internal negativity to somebody who you know has a positive heart posture for you really becomes important and worthy work. When you know that somebody truly cares for you and the questions that they're asking you, however difficult they are, are to push you to consider things that you probably didn't consider, but are actually necessary for you to reach that thing or fully magnify or fully embody whatever it is that you came to them talking about that initiated these series of questions, you owe it to your potential to do that work or consider it and process it openly and sometimes getting negative feedback is tough like I know that there are times where my body and every fiber of my being rejects criticism but I also know that when that happens I clock it and maybe outside of that situation I go back and process it I don't bury it down into a "Ah, they're just a hater because yes they could be but if you are sure that they're not you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not taking in what they're saying. No matter how much of an ego blow it can be to be told that you're underperforming, you owe it to yourself <laughs> to take that in. Um, My journal that is coming out very shortly, when I initially created the prototype for it, I loved it. It was my baby. Oh my gosh, the idea was so good. Like, And truly, the idea was the baseline. It was the skeleton. But I thought it was amazing. And when I showed someone and they were like, this is trash. I believe I already told you guys this story because I think I have. Um, They told me this isn't good compared to your other work, compared to your other journal that you personally use. This is not good work. And initially, I was like, bruh, I shouldn't have even shown you. like, Because you just kind of rained on my parade. But then I stepped outside of the ego and I asked myself, Has this person ever given me advice that wasn't to my benefit and wasn't worth considering? And the answer was no. Every single piece of advice that they've ever given me has been worth it and has always come from a place of love and wanting me to hit my full potential and not wanting me to be mediocre, which means this is hurting my feelings because I thought I was done with it. And now they just told me I have more work to do and I don't feel like doing the work, even though I say I care about what I'm doing and I want it to have the best possible impact. So whose problem is that? That's a me problem. So (laughs) I took it in and I was like, "Mm, you're right. I'm absolutely underperforming. And through that, I have been working on tweaking this journal. It took, it has been taking me way longer than I had expected. But the best part of that is that I know that when it comes out, the work that I'm doing is going to be worthy and what I'm going to give to 
my audience, what I'm going to provide to you guys will be something that is truly worth your money, worth your effort, and will provide you with the maximum change and truly fulfill the intention of my work, right? So because I want success, I can't now look at somebody who's trying to help me and get upset with them for saying that my stuff sucks. When if I'm being very objective, I could look at it and say, you know what? It it actually did suck (laughs) because now when I look at my old version versus the new prototype that I'm currently editing and working on, it did suck. Like I can't even lie. Unfortunately, it actually did suck, right? If you're serious about betterment, you owe it to yourself to gather that information. No matter how painful it might be, even if it's feeling like shame and you not only owe it to yourself to gather it, but gather it in humility and openness. And from that place, do the necessary work, evaluate it and do the work because at the other side of it is where you really need to be. And if you know that you're not ready to answer any questions yet, keep it close to the chest. (laughs) Don't tell people who you know will hold you accountable about things that you're not yet ready to, to dig that deep into. If you're in your seed phase and you're still very sensitive about it, don't talk about it yet. It's just as simple as that, right? And when you're ready to talk about it, because you know what's going to come from the people who hold you accountable, your VIPs, then talk about it from that place of strength and get that necessary information. So friend, if it's in love, embrace the questions. They are the pillar to better. As you dig to find the answers, your foundation will thicken, making the journey that much more worthy. Embrace the discomfort, lean into it, get close enough to see it through. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.